Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are, friends. This is the Three Good Things Podcast, and I am your old pal, Rob. It's a, uh, it's a difficult day in America today. It's a day after yet another tragedy, a senseless tragedy, that didn't have to happen. But we're not going to, we're not going to spend a lot of time on that because it's, it's heavy, right? And people are already consuming the things that they're going to consume, listening to the things that they're going to listen to and watch. And that's not what this is for. This is for, this is for getting beyond that process. This is for going beyond the idea of simply regurgitating the same things that have or haven't shown up or been done or haven't been done or any of that. What, what we do, what I do here, what I want to do here in the, especially in the mindset of the escape velocity in the escape velocity movement is this to the aspect. Number two, obviously uh, aspect number one is physical health, but aspect number two is mental health. And, and to a degree, we're going to talk about that a little bit today. And, and to talk about that means to discuss the kinds of things that, that are a little bit controversial, right? But are, are also real, you know, who are, that are also real and, and, and that, are, that, that folks are dealing with on a, a frequent basis, right? On a, on a day-to-day basis, on a month-to-month basis, even year-to-year, right? You have the opportunity every single day that you wake up to make the decisions for your day. And if you are not in touch with who you are as an individual, if, you, if you're not uh, uh, leaning towards self-actualization, it's, it's going to be a little bit more difficult for you as you go, continually, actually, because if you're missing, if you're missing the point where you have a, a sturdy foundation on which to stand, then you're going to do things, you're going to react in, in unpredictable ways. And there, of course, there are chemical problems and, 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 uh, and the rest of these things, the real diagnosable diseases. But there are also, there's also truths to things that are being experienced now that as kids, we didn't have to do and the generation behind us didn't have to deal with. It, it's, it's very difficult, especially for boys, but, also, but for everybody, really. Because the 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 support that undergirds most of the youth uh, in, in in our country, everybody has become zero trust. Everybody has become different from one another. Everybody has become separate. There's everyone has their own silos and their own their own rejoinders and their own their own groups and and they have rejoinder with one another. But it's not serious until it is. And then it, it, we have forgotten. The thing that a lot of countries remember, and that we are here for each other. Okay, there is, of course, as as Douglas Murray points out, a bit of a war on the West, right? And it's I listened to his audio book, and it's a little bit overblown, but the reality is, is is that we're in a period now where nobody knows what's right, what's wrong, what's what's uh, what's positive, what's negative, the ups, the downs. We don't know that anymore. And we used to, we used to be very, um, even though, even though we knew, uh, you know, folks were getting screwed that were, that were down, you know, that, that were down the line that, that 
minorities especially, we knew that they were getting screwed and we would help that. We would try and fix that to the, to the degree that we could. But what we're experiencing today is unlike anything in, in recent history or modern history. And in what we're experiencing, I think, is a lack of patriotism. Now, that's a loaded word, right? But if you think back to um, the 60s, during the, uh, during the, uh, the civil rights movement, right? Um, and, and how, you know, how, how King marched across the bridge in, in Selma and how, you know, how the country reacted to that. If, if you look at, at some of the things that, uh, you know, when, when, when you look at pictures from, from back then, you, you look in the background of those pictures and there were American flags in some of them in, in a lot of places. And, you know, it, it's, it's a, the, specifically, I think, I don't remember exactly where it is, maybe USA Today, um, you know, there, there, were, there were pictures uh, that, that had folks carrying flags and signs to back, uh, you know, to back King in the, in the civil rights movement. And there are white faces scattered throughout that process of, of it, we are sticking together. We're coming together as Americans. And don't get me wrong. There were a lot of people who were heading in the wrong direction there. That's not the point. The point is this, that example of standing up the same way that people like Bernie Sanders have, and the same people, same way that, that folks like, uh, uh, you know, that, 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 have, that have stood up for America as the possibility of the place of possibility that it is. We are, we are not seeing each other as our fellow Americans. Our, our media, I, and I don't want to be this person, but it's, it's just so glaringly true. Our media, our politicians, uh, the, 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 and everything that surrounds them, the, the, the uh, the, the, the machine, the apparatus around our, our politicians and our, and our media, it, they, they seek to divide us. They want to make sure that we understand that we're different from everybody else, that women are different from men and men are different from women and, and black is different from white and you don't have the same experience and all of these things. Highlighting the, the differences and focusing on those differences until we are so separate that we cannot go to battle against the things that are truly wrong. And, you know, the, the, the food we eat, the food we get fed by these companies, you know, places in Europe wouldn't put up with this and they didn't. And they, they said, this is no good for our country, but here we can't, we can't be united behind anything. If we can't unite behind dead children on the floor of a schoolhouse. I don't know what else. I don't know what there is to unite over. We're being divided by everything. And, and, and the, that is terrible, absolutely terrible for our mental health. And I, I don't believe it's necessarily on purpose, but here's what I do believe. It's not being stopped because the folks that want power realize they get it by making sure that we are separate. Here's how I see us. America is a nation of 330 million people, give or take. 
we are a nation of infinite possibilities of strength. We've made awful mistakes. We've made we've we've committed awful sins, and we have we have also done incredible things. We alone, as a country, saved the entirety of the world at the as leaders, right? And, and we couldn't have won the war alone, World War II alone, let's say. And we couldn't have done that alone, right? But we were the ones, were it not for us, it would be a completely different situation over there. And so, yes, we have committed terrible things in the past, but the past cannot be fixed. It doesn't matter how many fucking statues you tear down. It doesn't matter how many buildings you set fire to. It doesn't matter how many scholarly articles you, you create or books you write or, or protest marches you, you, you take part in. You can't change and undo the past. You simply can't. What you can do is grab the hand of the person next to you, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your uncle, your neighbor. Grab their hand and walk with them. That's what you can do. That's what I can do. But that's not what we're doing. Even, I mean, the, the bodies are barely cold in Uvalde, Texas. And we are, we are at, in our corners, hands full of poop, ready to go. And for a while, I participated in, in things like that. Because I believe in freedom. I believe in the right to, to own firearms. But I also believe in, in intelligent regulation. Some of the stuff that some of the quote freedoms that we get, we don't we're not responsible enough for the rights. With rights comes responsibility, right? But we don't take responsibility for the freedoms that we're given, and it it, it all falls down to, in my in my opinion, a mental health problem that that is that is that has its seeds in the division sown by. Democrats and, and Republicans and mainstream media on both sides of the aisle and, and, and anybody else who, who, who swims along in those circles, Fox, CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS, the Democrats, the Republicans, conservatives, liberals, it doesn't matter if you are, if you are, if you are for one, you must be against the other. There can be no more context. And this is the problem that we have because the way that it seems to affect children, now I'm not a, a child behavior expert, but the way it seems to affect children is they are guideless. They are unfocused. They are angry all the time because we are angry all the time. And, and we have forgotten the lesson that we learned the afternoon of September 11th. Now, a lot of people, many people have not, weren't even born to see that, but I'm old enough to remember. I was a working fireman then. And I've said that I've, I've told this story before. We were ready to go to war when that happened to us. It hit here, it hit us. But we had been doing things all across the world for decades. And to, to our interests largely, and because the, those countries were too small to, to uh, respond to it. And it, it, some things, some chickens did come home to roost that day. I know that's going to hurt feelings, but I don't give a shit. I think here. I think here's the thing. I think we were we were not. None of us were more American. If you were alive then, you were never more American than you were that day. It doesn't matter if you wished us well. 
if and it doesn't matter if you were from Saudi Arabia or Iran or Iraq or wherever, if you uh, if you put well wishes on us and, and and sent us good good thoughts and you know thoughts and prayers and all of that stuff, then you were with us and you were one of us. But you would I would go down the the the, the streets in Chicago and there were flags everywhere and now the flag is a symbol of oppression now it's it's fucking baffling and not only is it baffling it's maddening because somebody created this now whether you believe in the whole george soros thing or or some kind of other illuminati thing or whatever i i don't buy into that bullshit but here's what i believe i believe that we have lost the feeling that being being patriotic, we've lost the feeling of being a patriot. What that actually means, and it's been it's been bastardized by the lunatics on the right, and it's been insulted by the lunatics on the left, and they're both absolutely incorrect. They're both wrong. They're both lunatics. Anybody on the anybody on the far aisles, the majority of us truly are in the middle. But we don't do the things that we need to do. We don't do the, we don't do those things anymore. We don't come together as Americans, right? If if I say that, you know, if I say that, that Americans are dying from these particular things, what what say? Let me say let me say this: Americans are dying of diabetes left and right. It's crazy. They would the majority of us, the majority of Americans will be obese, uh, you know, by twenty thirty. The, the, 60, 70%. How does that make you feel? How does that make you feel as an American, right? Angry at America or like you want to step in and help somebody, help your friend or help yourself or get better yourself? I mean, I remember the Olympics when I was a child and people were running around with, uh, uh, you know, anti-Russian bumper stickers because we were playing Russia in in, in a hockey game in the Olympics and we could, and m- most people came together for that. And that were in my world. And yes, it, it was the, the places where I lived was s- probably 70, 30 white. Right. But it didn't make a difference because everybody supported the Olympic team. We have lost the ability. It seems, and maybe this is purposeful. I can't prove it, but it, we've seen, we seem to have lost the idea that our country is good. We have done so much for the world in the last hundred years that it, the, the, the entirety of the world has changed, the majority for the better, because of the existence of the United States of America. And I believe that bringing the idea of that back to and, and permeating our, our cities and towns and schools and, and everything else with the idea that it doesn't matter if you're in trouble and if you're an American, we will help you. You're here. We'll help you. Right. But still creating a system that holds you accountable when you screw up or you break the law. Right. And immigration is a perfect thing because this folds in kind of to to Uvalde. Yes, we should take uh, uh, those who are fleeing persecution and violence in their communities and in in their in their countries. Right. It sounds a little rambly, but stick with me. 
But if you come over here and you break the law, then we're going to hold you accountable. We're not going to be, be a bleeding heart about it. But we should be fixing the, the problem or fixing the, the process to say, you come over here. We're going to set up these these small cities for you. We're going to you're going to build your own. Uh, uh, you, you know, you're going to build, rebuild your life here. We're going to create uh, we, from old military bases or you know contractor housing or whatever. We're going to create a spot for you here. You're going to be here for six months or a year until we figure out how to do this. Move the courts to the border. Do all of that stuff, and be agile about the things that we're doing to also fix deal with the problem at the border. Right. But we don't, we don't do that. And the reason that we don't do that is because we don't think we have to, or we shouldn't do it because it's not how things have always been done. I don't care myself how things have always been done. I truly don't. I, I think doing things differently is critical to our success. And I think the reason that we're having so many people, specifically so many boys, immediately turn to violence is not just because of patriotism. Now, that's not it. They don't have a, 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 a they don't have anything underneath them. They can't be who they are. And, and I've watched my friends with kids deal with this exact same thing. And I've watched, you know, young girls get uh, support and undergirding and 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 the same kind of thing that I got as a boy, these the, the girls are now getting, and the boys are not. And you know, I, I've seen little girls wearing the future is female t-shirt, and you know, and they're empowered and they're strong. Well, good for them. That's awesome, right? Except if the future is female, how can where do I come in as a male? How do I exist? I'm a I'm a male, I'm a boy. Where is my future? If the future is you, how is it me? Right? Thoughtlessly. We have been turning our backs on these children and not being there as a community, not just from the the city you're in or the state you're in or the county you're in or the region you're in, but from as, as people, as, as, uh, as, as humans, we're not there. We have been rejecting boys and, and telling them they have to tone down their play and, and destroy themselves. And, and we medicate them and we say, oh, you're being too aggressive, uh, you know, but that's who boys are. They have to be allowed to do this because here's the thing. If you are afraid of building strong boys and turning them into strong men, wait till you build weak ones and you think, you think the strong ones are dangerous. Wait till you deal with the weak ones, because that's what we're seeing here. This is what this is what weakness looks like, because it takes no strength at all to load that rifle up or load that handgun up and pull the trigger. And you have to just all you have to do is stop thinking and you can just kill anybody. Right. Because there's nothing for these children to anchor themselves to. And we've done this. We've done this as a nation. And. It is destroying our mental health. We have a generation of children who are anxious, who are fearful, who are scared, constantly, constantly afraid in the safest, uh, most secure, strongest country in the world. They're scared. The best time to be alive. And, And people are anxious constantly. For what? Why are you anxious? It, it, it doesn't make any sense but here we are a nation in 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 constant fear and 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 self-loathing and anger and upset because why 
why? There's no real reason for this other than we're being manipulated by the people who claim to lead us and the people that we listen to. So your, your mainstream media folks and your politicians, they know the power that they have and they wield it. Everybody from Ted Cruz to Nancy Pelosi, they wield it like a, a surgeon, like a, like a surgeon scalpel one day and like a, like a, like a reaper's side the next. It, and they are tearing us apart. The parties themselves are tearing us apart. None of them, none of them are worth the powder to blow them to hell. But here we are in their grip and we have to figure out a way to take back the country from the people who control our day-to-day thinking, control our minds, control our the, the things that we do, the things that we say. And we're seeing some of this. We're seeing some of this in, in the van lifers and the off-grid folks. And, and, and some of them may be a little bit wacky, right? But here's the thing. You don't want to be either too dependent or too fearful of a society or its government. And I think most folks are trying to make the best of it, have a good life for their children and live their lives and do their things. Some of that stuff just creeps in from time to time. But if you think that it's harder now than it was you know, before 1965, before the Voting Rights Act, if you think it's harder now than in the 50s, uh, to you know, to be a, a, an ethnic or a racial minority in the United States. If you think it's more difficult now, you're out of your goddamn mind. Ask some folks who were born there, who were born then. Uh, go ahead, ask them. Right? We have the opportunity every single day to make the choice and say we're not going to listen, but we do, and we have to stop. And individually, there are a hundred thousand solutions every single day. We can, you know, we can talk about the individual stuff, but you want to ask yourself, as I do every day, when every time this happens and, and almost every day for myself, you want to ask, am I, am I contributing to the problem? Am I creating more fear? What am I actually doing? Am I trying to be stronger? Am I trying to be resilient? Am I trying to be uh, a better citizen? Am I giving? Am I, am I loving? Am I caring? Am I empathetic? And am I still at that same time strong and powerful and tough and, and willing to hold myself and somebody else to account if necessary? Building community and building a, a, a just community is the single solitary thing that saves us. Building community from our cities, from our, from our states, from our counties, uh, you know, uh, all the way to, to the nation, a community of people, 320 million strong. Imagine the things we could get done if we were all rowing at least forward. It doesn't have to be the same exact direction, but at least forward. My heart breaks for the people in Uvalde as it did for the people in Buffalo, as it does for everyone involved in all of these needless slaughters. But every day when you intake media, pay closer attention. See what they're trying to do to you. Look at things, look at your thoughts dispassionately, look at the things that you take in dispassionately, maybe go on a little bit of a media diet, 
from the nonsense that comes in from the outside. Pay closer attention to that. Get yourself off of social media and under the sun. Do those things that make you happy and bring joy to you. And then go spread that joy to somebody else that you don't know. Because we live in, in, in enough of our own generated panic and real panic in some cases. We live enough, we spend enough time there. So I think today and for the next, for the foreseeable future, as, as the, you know, the, the folks that I'm working with and I build the escape velocity movement, we're going to create another aspect and, and include community because it's, it is becoming evident that the lack of community is one of those things that deeply affects everything else. And you can get yourself healthy, you can get yourself physically healthy and mentally healthy, and you can make money and you can take, you can get knowledge and, and you can, you know, you can gain knowledge and, and be a financial wizard and, and all of that. But, and you can even be philanthropic. You can even, you know, help the homeless or, or, you know, uh, help, you know, animal shelters or whatever, whatever trips your trigger. But are you being a good ancestor and creating a strong community? That's a question. I think that's going to be aspect number six, because it's clear to me now that there is nothing more important than coming together as one to solve the problems of all. And it's a it's a hard thing to to listen to, but the things that are happening, the things that we see, the things that we're we're watching take place, it's on all of us. It isn't. It isn't just. It isn't just on. Uh, it, it isn't just one group or another. It is all of us. We all. We all own this. We all own these things, right and left. Uh, you know, centrist. Every we we all as Americans. We own these things, and we're not going to stop them just by saying no more guns, no more guns, no more guns. We can fix the gun problem. That's not hard, but we 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 have to fix the poverty problem, and the start and in the hunger problem, and the lack of medical care problem, and the lack of access to medical care. We have to fix those problems. We have to fix a dignity problem that we have, because. We can just say, well, here's some medical care. Just go to the ER and, and sit there like a sheep for, for six hours waiting to get treated or 12 hours waiting to get treated because it's overrun. No, we, we have to include human dignity in our in a creation of our communities that that try to take into account everybody's everybody's human. Everybody's just simple human dignity. You, you know, if you can go to the doctor and be treated well, it, if I sh if I am able to do that, you should be able to do that as well. Now, if I want to have specialized operations or any of that kind of stuff, and I should pay for it, that's a different situation. But for basic medical care, things like that, right? So, I think that is the goal: is to create that aspect that helps us build a greater community, and and it will be it will. Community, in my opinion, coming together as a whole, as, as one, and there will be there will always be dissenters, right? But that's okay. It, it's okay to dissent. But 
the majority is going to make the decision. It, we have to come together as a country and as a people and say we value the lives of our loved ones. We, we value the freedoms that we all have. We value the rights that we have. And we value being responsible for the execution of those rights. We have to do it this way. This is the only way. And I hope that you'll walk with me on that journey. And I, I hope you'll, you'll spread the word. Uh, and, and, and I hope that when we do finally release the, the meat of the Escape Velocity program, that you'll, you'll join in and start to ignore politicians who give you nothing. Uh, and uh, start to ignore media who makes you, uh, who requires you to fear with every, uh, every news story. Uh, and, and start to move in a direction that focuses on your community and builds that community. Because like you improving yourself, you improve the community by doing so because you might in, help somebody else or you might uh, inspire somebody else to help themselves. So I, I do believe that's all I've got. I hope that you go out throughout the rest of your day rest of your evening, whatever it is that you have to do, I, I, I hope you go forward with a sense of hope and pride and joy through your grief and sadness. And I hope that you, you can take a moment every day. If you pray, pray. If you don't, that's okay. But just sit in some quiet reflection Think of the folks that we've lost and the children and, and the teachers and, and everybody else and the impact that that's going to have on that little community and all of the communities that have been visited by this violence. And, and build a community within your area. Build a better you and then build, let yourself be used as a tool to build a better community where you live. Because nothing is, a, nothing is being a better ancestor then nothing means being a better ancestor than leaving a community of, of like-minded, good-hearted, caring people that are tough enough to withstand the storm, but caring enough to reach a hand up or a hand out whenever it's necessary. And that's the goal. So that's it. Thank you for your time today. This is the Three Good Things Podcast. Be excellent to each other. We need you out there. Bye-bye.